Welcome everybody to another wonderful week in the world of hey. the Alpha Sport. Yeah, what's going on, Mark? I'm actually doing really well this week. Good, buddy. That I'm trying to be happy. I'm trying to wake so. myself up after what happened last week, and we're going to get to what had happened now that our year of the duo is now crushed. Oh man, Silver. I told you, I told you last week what I wanted, and wish, wish granted, man. We tried to save it, Silver. We did as much as we could. We gave away jerseys. Everything sure happened the way it was supposed to. We have some people to blame, but <laughs> thankfully, he is still Jeff. I yes, am still yes. Mark. What's and this on? episode 38 of RSPN. Welcome back, everybody. This is our last week of the show until we until. Uh, well, this, technically, this is the last week of the show without an NBA finals to talk about. Right, right. Which is, which is exciting time. for us. Yeah, we, we may need to collab with uh, Play for Keeps around that time. You know, might hear all four of us. I'm sure Play for Keeps has plenty plans in order to destroy the Los Angeles Clippers <laughs> as there is a uh, heavy Clippers, notion of Lakers man. love over on the Play for Keeps podcast. You, you want to you wanna talk about that real quick? Uh, it's you want to just, just, just real quick? You wanna, how are how you feeling besides laughter and maybe joy? I don't, I, don't, I don't even know if I came out of last week with laughter. And shout out to the Denver Nuggets. Wasn't I'm starting to realize as as much as they are doing in the conference finals as of right now, despite them being down 0-2, to be able to come back from two 3-1 deficits is something that is highly amazing. But Special, special, special talent over there, man. Like, they're going to be so good. You know, they have pieces. You know, they'll keep drafting well. I'm sure they'll be able to pull a lot of more free agents as well, just off, like, the strength of what they've been doing. The fight so, that they had, yeah. You don't yeah, give up. man. Shouts to Nuggets. The coaching, I mean, come on, man. Like, I, it, it's just, it seems like such a, like, nice situation. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. Shouts to Jamal Murray, Joe Jake, all Those guys are really, really good. We've had to say goodbye to the Houston Rockets last week, and we've had conversations <laughs> on that and, 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 and where that was with Houston. <laughs> We're going to have to see what happens with that. I know, I, know you're, I know you're smiling. I see it. Oh, man. Yeah, no. That was... Yo, I mean, honestly, between between like the Clippers and 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 the Rockets, it's like yo, every year, you know, it's just like we're like, is, is it ever gonna be any different? Are we ever gonna see anything different? And here we are, man. We're back in the same situation. So, I, I love the four teams that we have left. I think it's like I'm really happy with what we have to look forward to. Um, but the Clippers shit is hilarious, man. And we were kind of just talking before we got on. We're gonna let you know the the, the boys over at Play for Keeps really really get off on the Clippers, but, you know, I just wanted to say, like, you know, they gave up everything to make this happen, so that's why it's hilarious and embarrassing to me for that team, um, and then Josh, you know, Pease, man, episode one of this season, he kind of, what, what, uh, he tweeted me, Josh Adamus, man, Josh Adamus, man, is what, mm-hmm. what, what he tweeted me, but he's, he did, he definitely said it, and, and he was absolutely right, so, man, tough luck. Yeah, Josh said the same thing that LeBron James has said. What yeah. what what rivalry is there? Well, rivalry we have we have nothing to discuss. Yeah. The Lakers are the Lakers, the Clippers are the Clippers. Josh has said they were the little homie from very, very early. And Which is facts. As much talking as we saw from the Los Angeles Clippers, now you have reports coming out that after probably the most embarrassed I thought I thought the three one to Houston was bad. Nah, bro. I was a big fan of Lob City. Oh, well, I'm not a big fan of Lob City, but after Lob City I, I lost to Houston three one, I'm like, yo, don't ever tell me about the Clippers ever again yeah, in life. Sure. I'm good. But now, now what? I overrode it <laughs> for the fact that I wanted to see Lakers Clippers. Overrode my state to don't talk about the Clippers you, ever again. I told you Denver, bro. I told you. And this ends up being so much more of an embarrassing loss that after the smoke is cleared and everything is done, Paul George is reportedly in the back oh, saying, hey, guys, God. let's all come back. Let's make sure we get we get it back. Nobody leave. Yeah, that that make narrative sure y'all was set. crazy, Make sure y'all bro. stretch. The narrative of them not having any chemistry was hilarious to me. And I, I hope, like, I'm a, again, I'm going to let Cam and Drew really handle this because I know they, they're going to get it off the way I need them to. But come on, man. The chemistry narrative, enough, man. I was legit stunned at the quote of, well, you know what? <laughs> this wasn't really a, yeah, this wasn't come really on. a, a one and done. I did, we, weren't, we weren't really planning to win this championship for a year. I was just like, you know a what? I, I'm good. Bro. I'm Very good. Weird. I don't need Lakers and Clippers right now. I'm sorry, D'Angelo. I don't need Lakers and Clippers anymore. After, after those quotes, 
which I feel like Kawhi Leonard has stayed far away from any types of quotes that came from he's, Paul George he's or anything of that nature. Gimmick. Yeah, he's still living his gimmick. He's doing the right thing. I can I can confidently and firmly lay the Lakers and the Clippers in the conference finals to rest. I don't want to see it, it next year. I don't want to see it. I don't, I don't think, I don't think we're going to see it, bro. I don't think we're going to see it. So don't now worry this about it. now this week we'll have the opportunity to talk about the two conference finals that we have as of right now. Lakers and the Nuggets ended up mm-hmm. going down on Sunday night with a huge game winner from Anthony Davis for them to go up yeah, 2-0 in the Western Conference Finals. Whereas in the Eastern Conference Finals, Boston makes sure that they do not go down 3-0 as they have a big game against Miami Heat to be 2-1 and in their record. And hopefully in Game 4 tomorrow, they will be able to... Um, well, in Boston's case, hopefully be able to tie it up so that it is two and two. Maybe. But if, 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 if they can, I feel like staying with what they had in game three is going to be 100% needed. Game yeah, two, yeah. following Miami's very good closeout, mm-hmm. we had the reports of a fight that went down in the back. Malika you Andrews talk about was it? one of the first to report it. After the Heat it. went up two and zero, the only thing that I really have to talk—well, first I was laughing. I mean, I think, I think, uh, evidently, I'm like, yeah, broke the fucking spirit. Let's do it. <laughs> but in actuality, when I sat back at it, and usually I jump on an NBA TV because whether it's on ESPN or whether it's on TNT, they don't really get too deep into the uh, the post game and the interviews and things like. Well, I actually, know, I'd say I TNT know. does a better job of it than than ESPN does. But NBA TV ended up they do, grabbing but it's Tatum still very like yeah, it's minimal. Yeah, they grabbed Tatum immediately and was like, "Hey, uh, what happened in the back?" And Tatum one hundred percent backed away and was like, "Ah, it's internal. It's internal. Stay away. No, no, you're not gonna get any quotes from me. You're not gonna get any more details from me of what Marcus that, Smart was doing, throwing what Brad Stevens said, what Jalen Brown had said." And when I followed, yeah, what happened after that fight, I'm like, okay, all this is going to be internal. More than likely, this is going to fire up Boston for game three. I don't think you have an area where Marcus Smart leaves game two. It's like, but y'all niggas tripping. And everybody's fighting in the back. And then they lose. Then they lose game three in the same fashion that they lost in game one and game two. So I will provide props to Boston uh, for that. That fake chip on your shoulder. You know what I'm saying? Jordan talked about it in the documentary he went over, you know, in the 30 for 30. It's like, you need that sometimes. You got to just give yourself so Marcus that, Smart that has buzz. been giving him a whole bunch of different buzzes throughout this this conference finals. I'm still surprised he's shooting this well from damn three. Yeah, yeah you know, isn't that weird? So. He's shooting, shooting, no? shooting very well. That's crazy, man. Uh, that I'm not lead, sure about. Is he leading the team? That I'm not sure about because watching Tatum in game three, I'm I just think like, last series he, he is – I think I think last series he did. He was Watching Tatum is just like I, I it's see it's getting now into an area where he is more than willing to do everything that he needs to do for the Boston Celtics. That is scary <laughs> to me. That is why yeah. I wanted to face a Toronto. He's got daggers. I would much rather Kyle Lowry be He's like, yeah, daggers. I can get a triple double. Yeah, no problem. And no, 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 no. Call him. Call him by what you usually call him. What do I call Tatum? No, 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 not Tatum. Oh, Lowry. oh, oh, Kyle, Kyle, Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry. Is that is it? Is that, that his name? Cal Larry. Oh, 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 Thick Boy. Oh, you talking about Thick Boy? What? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd much rather yeah, play Thick Boy than Tatum. Doctor Miami. Do- Dr. All right, Miami. that I did not say. That I didn't. Nope. None of that has <laughs> never came out my mouth that Kyle Lowry went to Doctor Miami. Do not lie on me. You just did now. You said it, not me. Are you going to doctor this? Oh, no, you're not going to doctor this and and have that have that as not, our video this week. Oh, Kyle Lowry yeah, went to Doctor Miami. Spooky. It is getting spooky. Let's let's move on. You're bringing this too much. The NBA champions are out of the picture. We have no two new NBA teams champions. that are trying to make their way to the NBA finals and hopefully yeah. face either the Lakers or the Nuggets. In my case, I'm hoping it is Miami, but we will not find out until tomorrow night in game four. But apparently from what Jay Crowder is saying, the adjustments that they made in get or or the game plan that they had in game three essentially was definitely not working was felt like the complete opposite of what had happened in games one and two despite the fact that it kind of felt similar because you're now in an area where the Miami Heat are comfortable with uncomfortable games and whether or not you are okay with that as a fan it could completely stress you out and give you gray hairs on this end but the one thing that stood out to me was that Jimmy Butler was completely fine 
with that. And as you're up 2 well, you're like, hey, we're comeback kids. Well, and all the look, Miami uh, Heat fans are like, yeah, comeback kids. Let's fucking do it. Until you have a game three. <laughs> I know. it's hard. You, you got to be careful labeling yourself that. Here's my here's the reason why I've kind of like fell in love with, with what the Miami Heat are doing right now. And this is like, I can't believe I'm even having this conversation with you because our first two seasons were kind of like banter. But no, go ahead. Honestly, like, you know, you guys are just playing at a, a much higher level. I'm, I'm almost for certain it's going to carry on into next season. And, you know, the young players that you have right now, they're playing like they've been in the league for four or five years. Watching Tyler Hero is highly exciting. And I'm glad it's that exciting. other people have the opportunity. See, Cliff was literally texting me every game. Yeah, hyped to talk it. about what has happened with Tyler I Hero. I believe it. B- because, bro, listen, 10, shit, five, six years ago, Rookies weren't coming out of college playing at this high of a level this soon. It took them three, four years. You know what I'm saying? It, it, this is different. And I just love what you guys are doing. I love the new identity. I love Jimmy Butler leading this team and y'all just giving him the keys. You know, it's just something that Philly or Minnesota couldn't do. That's all I got to say, man. And I will say this. You know, I kind of feared for this episode because there's actually two <laughs> things that I want to There's actually two things that I want to say. I okay. remember... One of our fir- one of our earliest episodes, season one of RSPN, was a take that ended up stirring up some feathers in Drogic <laughs> versus Lillard, and um, didn't go over as well with a lot of Trailblazer fans. No, uh, no. But it was mainly me trying to discuss the, the 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 different roles between Gordon Drogic and the Heat at that time. I think he was that. I think that was his All Star year. Yeah. And Damian Lillard at that point. In but time. it's I, okay. I, it, like. It worked two years ago for us, definitely. It made sense two years ago for us. But thankfully, to- Drogic is saved. Thankfully, Drogic is no, saving listen, me right listen. now. Let me say, let me say this real quick. Spoltro, dude, Eric Spo, what he has done to resurrect Drogic's career is like it's not being it's not being discussed enough. That's a whole other something else I want to say. Like I do feel like, including Duncan, those two guys especially. Yeah have grown so much just off how good the coaching is over there and it's not it's not being talked enough i mean bam too of course but bam's development i feel is more pure um i feel like duncan and and Drogic has that's just truly confidence from the coach and you can't teach mm-hmm. that type of shit so salute to the miami heat um i just i really needed to tell you that because you guys are just playing so well regardless of that game three well I was a little bit surprised at the fact that there was so much media that after that 2-0 start, and I don't know if it's because of the 2-0 start, that are very comfortable with putting Miami and seeing Miami in the NBA Finals. We saw yeah. a, a very early adopter in Kendrick Perkins, who Perk has pretty much it. sung the praises of the Heat since the beginning of the playoffs, especially against yeah, the Milwaukee Perk Bucks, one of the few that put his head on the line against that, or, well, for that, essentially. And for thankfully, that, yeah. it pays yeah. off for Kendrick Perkins. <laughs> Uh, I saw Steve Nash earlier this week stating, well, earlier yep. last week, stating that the Heat are this close to an NBA championship, which is incredible praise from uh, from the new head coach of Brooklyn. And uh, one that I looked at and moved away very quickly from is Skip Bayless. <laughs> I want nothing to do with those props, but I will take them. Skip is, yeah, he's he's different right now. He's different. But here's why I was very cautious about this week's episode you brought up the leadership of jimmy butler i did i did and i know i know there's something you want to discuss upon that. um robbie has warned me about this day you know it was gonna come i knew it was i knew it was i knew it was coming and i'm not it's gonna overreact you i'm not gonna it. overreact because it is a quote after a pretty bad loss despite I know, it, the fact that you, you were up you can't put this man on your team and and, and avoid this it's happening, and that's okay. Like he's still playing at an extremely high level, but go yeah, ahead. and I don't think I don't think the players, especially players on the Heat, get offended when no, when no. when seeing a quote like this. Because I feel like majority of them, if not all of them, would agree. But to state after Game Three that things need to change <coughs> because playing from behind is getting old, right? Nigga, you said we're the comeback kings. Yeah, I mean you can't you can't. Let's give ride. Yourself- let's ride then. If you if we're down, if if Miami is down twelve points, down gotta, fifteen hey, points, gotta come back. You and you can clean kings. it up. Let's do it. Absolutely. Let's Absolutely. do it. You that said is, comeback that is, kings. That's the issue. That's the issue with what he said. But I mean, I get it. It was also like spur of the moment type shit. Like it's after a bad loss. You know, I, I, he's frustrated. You know, whatever. I get it. And I saw immediate comments that said, "Well." 
you're well, you're the fault for it. And I won't necessarily agree with it, but you saw things coming from the mouths of Mark Jackson and, and Jeff Van Gundy as well, stating that Butler is still kind of in an area where he has the opportunity to have games where he had against Milwaukee, but mm. you pass the easy stuff up to be able to have a lot of this very good transition and get everybody involved. And when it pays off, it pays off. But when it doesn't, it ends up getting critiqued pretty fairly. And Absolutely. from a fan's perspective, when you're watching it, you, especially from a Heat fan's perspective, you want to see Jimmy Butler get the 40. You want to see Absolutely. him do everything that is necessary like it felt like in the Milwaukee series when those things were happening. So when you get uh when you get the amount that you have been seeing, when you get the let's say 12 points from Jimmy Butler at a certain point in time while everybody else is is doing very well where Tyler is having 20 plus <clears throat> Duncan Robinson is hitting five six threes and Bam Adebayo is getting his double double with ease right when that happens in a loss ah, it's well, kind of yeah. difficult to try and to try and uh uh see that vision that is part of the game though you know and I, I think Jimmy was probably just uh you know he was just upset I mean I don't, I don't think I think it's a, bad, probably, it's a bad loss. It's a bad it's a, loss. It's a bad loss. But I mean, I think the confidence level is extremely high, especially after the, you know, the, the Bucks games, which I get. I mean, my confidence would be extremely high if, you know, I went through that series the way that we, we did as well. Yes, it should be. But, you know, at the end of the day, you're playing a different dynamic of a team. Boston does not really lay down often. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I know that obviously you go in expecting to win but you're not going to win every game you're playing against a good coach great players um and you know these things happen so you just gotta get up and and keep it pushing at this point yeah you don't want to you don't want to have the opportunity where you fuck this up and give boston an easy way into the nba finals this is not house money man you can't give teams like extra chips you know what i'm saying don't give them no chip on the shoulder like if they're talking about you or you think those players aren't seeing you know what Jimmy said and thinking, why is he making it think it's easy to go in front of us or go ahead of us or all those. I mean, that's, that's just a winning mentality. You're going to, you're going to see those statements and be like, okay, like you're talking about, you know, it's, it's, you're getting tired of coming from back from behind. It's like, you're going to continue to be tired of coming back from behind because we're not going to let you get in front of us. That's how these players are going to think and and push. So Robbie did warn you because it is facts. We, we, we saw it. I'm sure Philadelphia fans will tell you the same shit. But Jimmy Butler is a great player, and he is uh, an absolute one of the best leaders probably in the league. And we have to agree with that at this point, just off of what he's done for you guys this postseason. So you know, again, I'm not taking like I know you're probably taking it harder than I am, but you know, I, I, I don't want to I don't want to take I don't want to take it too far to heart because yeah. because the Heat have done so well in this postseason. The only issue that right. I have that was the fact that it's getting old, and you named it Comeback Kings. If you want to change yeah, Comeback yeah, Kings, yeah. let's do it. Let's do that. Let's right. do it. Let's do it immediately. Have the opportunity to do it immediately. But it. entertaining the fact that these have not been the easiest wins and, and, and dubbing it a nickname and then reneging on the nickname the game after was, was something yeah. that had me with my eyebrows raised. But I get it. I get it. Hopefully the Heat will be able to clean that up tomorrow night, 830 on ESPN for game four. Of course, tonight is game three of the Western Conference Finals between the Los Angeles Lakers and the Denver Nuggets. And we have a special guest in Eddie Gonzalez to be able to talk not only everything with the Western Conference Finals with us, but also his brand new podcast that is coming with Kevin Durant called The Etc. So we are going to be able to talk everything about both of those topics after this break so let's take a quick break and come back so stay tuned it is rspn on the elite media group we will come back after this that shouldn't be the only criteria to get you over the top his team won uh, you know 40 games his team won 39 games so i'm gonna give it to that's you you know what i'm saying and again again, if it's close you know and you know what you know what hurts you and hurts lebron the expectation. Yeah. Like, you, we expect 29, 12, and 12. That's what I go, did, fool. But that's what they expect. <laughs> that's what we – so, hey, man, that hurts hey. you. How, many years, hurts has, you. how yeah. many years has it been, Shaq? I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. It's been a few years. First of all, you overrated. I, I was happy to hear LeBron say he was pissed sure. off. Sure. So check, many check. Times. God's lying. Overrated. No, what, tell him you mad. Tell him why you mad, I'm bro. Up here. Hey, hey, listen, tell you If it weren't for Dwayne Wade and Kobe Bryant, you we never even heard of you. There's nine rings up here, hey, and you ain't a part hey. of that edition. How about that? Don't get about Lonzo Morning, too. Yeah, Lonzo Morning, too. All right, we are back. Yeah. 
RSPN on the Elite Media Channel. Of course, he is still Jeff. I am still Mark. We have some very important things to discuss from what we saw last night with Mm -hmm. the Los Angeles Lakers. The big shot from Anthony Davis. And from what it seems like to be on the timeline, a whole lot of controversy on... The purpose of Anthony oh, Davis. Man. I think I think Come we're on, I think we have are we really reached, there. Is that what we are? I think we've reached the area on the purpose oh, of Anthony Davis on the Los Angeles Lakers. Come and on, there man. are many different opinions flying from various different teams, various different fans throughout the NBA. And I think that that is an important conversation to have with our special guest this week. You have guaranteed to see not only his bylines, but definitely his tweets throughout the timeline regarding all sports. He's one of the original elite mindsets that has a brand new podcast coming out called The Etceteras with Kevin Mm. Durant. And that will be available this fall wherever you get your podcasts. Eddie Gonzalez is on with us this week to discuss not only the Los Angeles Lakers, but this brand new show. I want to say congratulations, Eddie, first and foremost, to be able to announce this podcast in general. Thanks, guys. It's it's a it's a long time time we've been working on this uh i've been having to hold water more than i ever do so <laughs> i'm happy this is out there i'm happy you know the hard work is gonna start showing and hopefully people enjoy it absolutely the first thing that we were able to see at least from not only the announcement of the etc which is available on apple Podcasts, spotify uh iheart wherever you get your shows of course but the first thing that we ended up seeing was durant actually announcing it on the joe button podcast uh, when Maul asked time. him the question of, of of whether or not he has a podcast coming. And when I actually listened to the introduction, you get to be able to you get to understand everything that is happening and what will happen with these conversations of the et cetera. So I know you and Kevin like to be very detailed and very passionate about these conversations and these debates. Uh, what's one of the few things that you guys disagree about the most? <laughs> uh probably music stuff and uh i would say the biggest one is like jay electronica's album which he loves and i don't <laughs> jay electronica <laughs> wow wow that's crazy he loves that album like if you scroll through his timeline he he tweeted just lyrics from that album for like two months like he loves that damn album and i'm like come on bro like what are we doing here so <laughs> did he get in trouble with one of those lyrics um i think it was last month it was did he i think yeah, he might have and, thought... and then he just he just had like a like a like somebody, I think Marcellus Wiley went off on him, and it was a cold. Yeah, 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 he, just yeah, take, yeah. he did a whole segment on the lyrics, sure and I'm like, oh, like damn, dude. some lyrics. Yeah, calm down. He did a whole he did a whole deep dive into like <laughs> I, he took it some crazy place. I was I couldn't believe it. I was like, yo, how did like does he know that this is a song that exists? Like it was crazy. Yeah, I don't think Marcellus was listening to Jay on electronics album. I mean, I only gave it one play and just let it sit where it was. I don't it's know if there's me. many others that did it. Exactly. Shout out to a lot of whole verses. That's always <clears throat> a cheat code. But I'm the same yeah. way. Like I must I must have played that maybe like two days and was out. And then like and then Kevin like convinced me to play it again. And I'm and I I hit him like Yo, I'm sure? still not there with you. Like, what? <laughs> right, right, right. I'm like you sure the same track? Can <laughs> you tell you what he loves so much about it? He just he loves like the content and the the, the lyricism. That Jay, he's a big Jay Electronica fan, so he just I mean, you know. loves Jay's you know lyrical prowess. I guess you would say. So be it, man. So be it. Yeah. Hey, man. He's, he's he likes every. He likes all kind of shit though. So it's yeah, just man, like another one. We disagree on the Gunna album. He really likes Gunna, and I'm like, yo. It's like you know, you know. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute, hold time on, now. hold on, now. hold on, now. hold on. Now. <laughs> no, you with the one of deluxe. Hold on now, the one of deluxe, deluxe. Hey man, the, the like, deluxe of the deluxe. <laughs> <laughs> know I, I feel is. like I feel like I age myself when I listen to Gunna because I'm like, all mm. these songs sound the same. I'm that guy. I'm that guy with Gunna, which you, is man. crazy I because you. I like I like uh, Money Man and I like. A bunch right. of other guys who do the same shit. So I'm not fully there with like, Money yeah, Man. I'm, I'm cool. not fully there with Money Man yet. I don't know. <laughs> Once I removed like Future Junior out of my brain, <laughs> I appreciated it a little bit more. And so it's like it's cool. I like it. Now, one of the conversations that uh, Kevin actually ended up having is introducing you, of course, as his co-host, and he confirmed with Maul, Joe, and Rory that. He ended up meeting you on his burner account, and he ended up liking all the conversations that you were having on the timeline. Of course, a lot of your conversations end up with a lot of angry people, for which for for, for whichever you know, reason, you are debating on, your man. takes and things like that. And Kevin actually ended up uh, taking into that. Do you remember the first exchange between you and Kevin and him actually co-signing? I, I do, and I'll say 
from my end, it's not as dramatic as he made it. Uh, I had a podcast previously called uh, Tampering Season, and yeah. we actually discussed his move to Brooklyn, and I kind of went on this mini little rant about how I felt like it was a lifestyle decision, like Kevin's done all you can do in basketball, and yeah. now he made a decision that makes sense for like like all of us would do with a job. Of course, and of course. I think that just resonated with him. So he ended up, I think he retweeted it and ended up DMing me like, yo, I'm, I'm fucking with the pod. That's it's dope. And so, of course, I'm like, yo, I'd love to have you on, blah, 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 blah. And, uh, you know, bugged him enough to where he, w- he was getting ready to do it. I actually got a new job and had to stop doing the pod. But within that time of me bugging him to do that, like a game would come on and I'd be like, yo, what do you think of the Lakers? And he'd kind of break down what he thought and, and we'd do that and then. We're talking about music and then yeah. on and like we're, we're talking about everything and next thing i know like we're talking almost daily about that chemistry man and yeah that chemistry yeah and it ended up being like oh this is just a cool dude and we started talking about you know these things we could do with media and like he said he was just fucking with what i was saying i guess and one thing led to another and now you know that's my guy so it's so it's it's weird and and mark you know we've been i feel like we've been on twitter forever and forever it's kind of how it works. You just build these connections on that app, and next thing you know, you're doing a podcast with the best score ever, maybe. So right. It's just it's crazy, crazy little sequence of events. And you know what's funny is uh, I looked, because I knew we would end up talking about that here. The first time we spoke was literally a year to the day from That's crazy. when we announced the podcast. Oh, so wow. I was like, yo, like I literally, I just texted him about it earlier. Like, yo, look at this shit. And he was like, yo, that's crazy. But, you know, a lot could happen in a year. Yeah, that's how Absolutely. that's how that's how things really end up working. And the one thing that I actually do appreciate is is Duran's comfort in having these conversations in this type of setting. Although he's had like uh, conversations with, say, uh, Wall Street Journal or anything with NBA <clears throat> reporters. You don't really see the amount of comfort and you don't really see the extensive amount of of detail with his stories that he provides, uh, not only to you, but what he provided with Cam and Drew on Play for Keeps, uh, what you hear on Mm -hmm. All the Smoke. It feels like being in that comfortable setting really makes Kevin open up to hear a lot of these stories that he's interested to tell uh, once it gets to that latter part of his career. It's refreshing, too, man. You know what I'm saying? Because he's at the same time, like, you know, you got to you got to superior athlete who's still playing you know and you're getting really good information i think that's important to just notice from a guy like him because he doesn't you know he can still just go play his game and not give much content to what it's all about but he is and that's just dope yeah before i met him i had heard from a like a like a mutual friend he, he's really normal and almost to a fault and we kind of talked about that and i asked him about it and he's like he he really is like i know one of the conversations i had with him and we were I forget what we were doing, and I've kind of teased him. Like, it's not like you can get in an Uber. He's like, I get in Ubers all the time. I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, you know, like people don't really bother. I'm like, dog, you're not getting in the back of nobody's Corolla. He must be doing X's. Yeah, he got to do the Uber X, bro. He got to do the. But he's like, nah, dude. I like, he's. I think that's part of what he likes about New York. And I don't speak for him, but people don't bother him like you would think they would. And, but yeah. part of it is because he he handles himself in that way. So. You know, it's real normal dude in the, in the best way. And that's kind of one of the things I want to show as we work together and as we, you know, we're starting with this podcast and who knows what we do next. It's like, yeah, I think that's endearing. Like, to see celebrities, the normal side of celebrities now, it's it's big. And so I think we're going to see that a lot with him. And definitely when you speak about that, one of the, the, the positive things about being in New York City from Kevin's perspective is just like what you said, uh, celebrities jumping into Uber, seeing them walk down the street. It's almost like a Monday afternoon in in New York City. I don't know what it is in San Francisco. I don't know what it is in Oklahoma, but he will definitely have the, the, the comfort of being able to move around Brooklyn and definitely being able to move around New York City without too much hounding, I guess you would say. Yeah, I mean, that guy's really standing out in Oklahoma, right? He's standing out anywhere, but he's exactly. walking around some street in Oklahoma. He's really standing out. So, yeah, I know if I was, if I was him... I'd hate to be famous, period. But if I was, I'd want to be somewhere where I could actually walk around and breathe a little bit. So I feel it. Yeah, because you can't put a hat on and just and just maneuver around your day like for five. <laughs> now when you're seven feet. Yeah, yeah there's a seven foot <laughs> lanky dude walking into damn Whole Foods. People immediately know it's Kevin Durant. Yeah, bro. He's like too tall to be around. Like it's uncomfortable. <laughs> it's like I... I you know, most people get around and want to take a picture. I don't because it's going to look crazy like when yeah, I posted this damn real. thing. 
so no nah, it's a I, I, it's a trip it's a trip being around kind of that orbit but then like i said he's so regular that he got this kind of quality where he makes everybody comfortable in the room now one of the best things that i'm looking forward to in the etc is, is the fact that we have really our first opportunity to hear from kevin durant weekly in this setting what are what's what's probably the biggest thing that you're excited for the world to learn about kevin that you've come to see throughout this friendship in the past year uh, kind of what we just touched on how normal he is you know just that he's a guy who goes and downloads his own music and finds his own you know his favorite artist or wait a minute he came up watching the same shows as us and stuff like that and that's what it's all about like i think people will go through this initial phase of being annoyed we're not talking about basketball and then going yeah. oh man like like <clears throat> kev really was 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 messing with the rock in like oh three yeah. like he yeah, was we'll really do. a deep yeah, dive in yeah. there or like you know kev was really locked in the early cash money like he, mm -hmm. he was really about this life so i think once people get past that initial phase and then get to that they'll be pleasantly surprised and it'll it, it be an enjoyable experience for them just got to listen to him like a human being, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, that's what's going to come down to. I think that's definitely going to separate, you know, uh, the guy, the, the brand and the show you guys are building. Because who doesn't want to hear? To me, it's like hearing somebody of, of you know, famous stature or just an icon or somebody who's incredible, like just getting to hear them and, and talk about everyday things is, I think that's important, man. You want to you wanna feel like you can uh, relate to someone who's, you know, like you said, maybe the best scorer ever, seven foot, you know what I'm saying? Like you want to be able to relate yeah. to that. Yeah, I think I think Budden made a great point when he talked about this and he, he was saying, I love that we're in a space now where athletes don't have to like just go to the gym. You know what I mean? Right. Like they can have interest, they can do other stuff, and they have the freedom to do that. And and Kevin was right. He he you know, he told him you gotta take care of the gym first, obviously. But once you do that, once you're solidified, you can expand. So I, I enjoy that too. And we're in a world with, with social media where uh, our, our, our favorite musicians, our favorite actors, actresses, entertainers, whatever, you, you come to like them as people. And then that makes you kind of root for what they're doing. Look at somebody sure. like Cardi, who was like a personality before she was Cardi. Mm -hmm. And now because she's that and people have been rocking with her since 2015 or whatever, they're going to rock with whatever she does. And I think Absolutely. that applies to our athletes as well and you know the stand culture that we have people do that you know it's like to the point where if you're a fan of Steph you also follow Aisha and you might follow uh the sister with her name Sindel and then if there's a, if there's a Riley Curry page that pops up you're gonna follow that just to mm -hmm. just to be involved with the whole process the whole experience and you know I think this is the expansion of that and and, and a good avenue for Kevin to kind of just show people who he is really yeah no that's dope man it's really 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 dope thing going on but please tell me he's not yeah, still downloading his own music right let him download his own music mark i knew you were no, going no, back please to tell that. me he's not no, please no, 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 tell no. me he's not i still knew he was going back music, to that eddie i knew it because i'm sitting there i heard it hold on hold on hold on <laughs> i mean God, i think way back when he was the guy like with the z share links and doing burning the cd <laughs> for his boys kevin durant was <laughs> kevin durant was cd man Oh was, man! I think it was CD man back in the day, man. I mean, There's nothing I, wrong I, with that, man. We all been there a little bit. I, lo I mean, I love these. I love, I love the yeah. alumni of CD man. On, but man. I do not like Kevin there. Durant to be CD man. <laughs> we all been there. Everybody, everybody loves that moment in the car where your boy turns and goes, "Yo, what is this?" And he's no different, right? <laughs> he wants to put you up on some shit. Yeah, Kevin's like, "Nah, I ain't telling you about this one yet." <laughs> you gonna hear this one in four months. Oh man, yeah, man. So, a lot more in common than you think, man. So, really excited. Now, now we are definitely anticipating this podcast. Of course, this is coming this fall, correct? Uh, it'd be actually soon, very soon, before the end okay. of the month. You'll hear the first episode. For the end of the date? month. Yep. Per perfect. So yeah. we'll be hearing all that wherever we get our podcasts. Of course, will we be hearing a lot of basketball conversation on that? I know we are talking music, uh, Maybe a lot of there. sports from behind in general. But will it be current? Will it be current events? Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll mix a little bit in there because you know who knows we might be doing an episode in february and the nets just lost three in a row and it's like i have to ask you <laughs> all right no, you gotta no, ask them no. like, like, <laughs> no, all sure, right man so sure. you know what's up man you shot, you shot I mean, you know six for 30 yesterday what happened yeah, <laughs> so, like, man, <laughs> shut the fuck up with that shit <laughs> No, I, yeah, I love to hear him. Let's get to talk, the topic, you know, bro. Other sports too, you know, other sports outside of hoops. I know he got the he got the MLS uh, situation going on. I love to hear his, you know, his his take on that, and 
Yeah, man, I just think it's a great opportunity to get somebody who just has, you know, such a, a, a crazy voice and just, just talking about everyday things, man. Like, it's just, it's important that it's happening this way. Yeah, I'm excited to make it. You know, like I said, this is, this is the culmination of a lot of hard work, a lot of developing we've been doing. But I'm also excited to hear it and, and to, to experience it in the same way as you guys. You know, we're going to learn yeah, a lot. For sure. I'm, I'm really excited. So big congratulations to you from us. But as we get a little bit, well, actually not even a little bit closer, the NBA Finals is going to end yeah, up being up. on Wednesday. So we're finally here, and I wanted to know, how have you been enjoying these conference finals and essentially these <clears> NBA <throat> playoffs so far? Yeah, man, as somebody who was like a pundit of the bubble and the safety of it, I had to eat crow there and say, yo, it, not only has it been safe, but the ball has been enjoyable. I think it's been a really great platform for guys like Jamal Murray and Donovan Mitchell and, and, and Devin Booker and, and to really step out and show like, oh, the they're next. Like they're they're ready to to carry the torch. Like we're we're yeah. not done with Braun and Steph and mm-hmm. and Kyrie and KD and, and Giannis and all these guys. But like Luca, they're ready. They're they're ready to be the faces of the league. And it was a really good showcase of that. So I, I had to eat crow there. The ball has been real competitive. Um I do think some guys have adjusted differently and we've seen that with some of the performances, but it's been enjoyable <laughs> and it, it was it was dope to have basketball back. And yeah. as much as I thought, like, this might be an asterisk to this title, nah, like, they're, they're having real, to right? earn it. They're having to earn it in different ways. Yeah, and, yeah. and uh, like, we'll, we'll talk about AD in a second here. And I'll talk a little bit more about how miss, I miss the crowds. But this ball is competitive. This ball, this, this hoop is intense. And you, you, you have to respect it. Absolutely. I totally agree. I think these young, these young players that are coming in, man, it's like, that development stage is, I mean, the development is still there, but they're coming in just ready to go. And it's a, it's a new thing. And I think we're going to see more and more of it, obviously, because, you know, talent builds talent. You know, these kids are watching these players come in right after college or at this point coming in, you know, to the G League uh, coming soon. And they're just absolutely balling. And, you know, it's just going to get better and better. I think uh, what you said, you know, about Jamal Murray and showcasing some of these guys who, like you said, you know, we're, we're in the bubble. Is this just, is this bubble stats or are they really, you know, taking it to a new level? I think they're really taking it to a new level and it actually has me even more excited for next season. Yeah. I mean, you look at Murray, he, he had some big games in the playoffs last year and you mm-hmm. Nuggets are now randomly this really battle tested team. You know, they yeah, just won yeah. two game sevens. They lost game seven last year to a dagger with like seven seconds to go just so they, they have a they have a lot of you know they have a lot of stripes all of a sudden and, and they look ready to have a real run and things break right in the right year who knows what they could do they're, they're down in this series but barely right so yeah. they got a lot they got a lot working for them there and then they'll have a chance to build more and I think Murray and obviously Jokic they're huge with that and Murray's a gamer like as much as people poked at him not playing defense and what he is and isn't is he overpaid and like he was 18 points a game during the season like he's clearly a playoff tested scorer he and he'll take big shots he's ready yeah and 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 then obviously Jokic is like oh man he's ready he's I can't say enough man even you know people talk about his defense too but he's competitive man he gets out there and he gives it a go he 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 can only do so much i think he's limited a little bit laterally but he gives it a go like he, he's mm-hmm. not scared of nobody out there and the, the nuggets aren't scared of the lakers and i i think that's refreshing to watch them because i think mm-hmm. you know portland got overwhelmed houston got overwhelmed the nuggets are there like they they want to go at these guys they just yeah. You know, with the wrong the wrong end of a humongous shot yesterday. Yeah, Denver's gonna have a a, a decent uh, a, a decent amount on their plate tonight as Game Three happens at nine o'clock as they face Los Angeles Lakers down two zero. Hopefully, it won't be able to go three zero. But how has it felt watching the NBA's decision uh, to move away from last night at least and move our NBA games, which could have been game four between the Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics and actually moved it over to Wednesday to try and stay away from the return of the NFL and Monday night football. They took the opportunity against it on Sunday and put and put Lakers Nuggets on that Sunday night game. Uh, but moving away from Monday night to make sure, well, to me, it feels like to make sure not to compete with a very high number that I'm sure Monday night football is going to get no matter who you put on. Yeah, I, I think. They kind of have to do this. This is unique for them. Usually they're affording this. 
this this is a big part of why people have suggested they start the season in Christmas, even even before the pandemic, to to get away from NFL as much as they can. If I'm not mistaken, I believe Clippers Nuggets Game Seven was like NFL Sunday too. So it's it's troublesome for them in a lot of ways, and and it's unavoidable. You know, it's it, it's frustrating. It wasn't it wasn't Game Seven. Excuse me, it was Game Six, um, but. They, they, they kind of don't have no choice. I get why they did it, but it, it shuffled the Eastern Conference uh, finals really weird. I actually think it helped yeah. the Celtics. You know, the, the more they, they did, get out of man. Gordon Haywood, they, they're turning to a different team. That's and, real. Uh, that's, you know, they're what are they, three days between games, four days? I, that's a huge gap, and the Lakers yeah, and Nuggets like aren't getting that. So it's, you know, it, they, it did what they had to, yeah, they did what they had to do. I'm, I'm curious to see how they come up against – the World Series, I mean, not the World Series, but the, the baseball playoffs next week or in the next couple of weeks when the finals start. Uh, but, yeah, no, I get why. You know, football is still king. It's just kind of funny seeing them publicly acknowledge that in, in, such a, in, in such a way. How did it feel being able to watch not only Anthony Davis have such an amazing game last night with the 31 points along with LeBron James and his 26 and 11, but – the shot that has been talked about in large areas since last night and completely criticized, well, not criticized, critiqued all the way from Plumlee's uh, reaction to Anthony Davis's cut all the way to Anthony Davis really taking in the limelight and 100% doing this with the notion of Kobe Bryant beneath the jersey. So as somebody who's pissed off a lot of fan bases recently and kind of like throughout the season by saying, I think he's the best player in the world. Uh, it was gratifying <laughs> It was in that, but imagine. it's, uh, you know, I, I just think he's so, so transcended defensively and then offensively he's up there with, with the elite. He, he's, you know, he's not KD. He's not Curry. He's he's kind of not LeBron offensively either, but he's close, right? He's close enough to yeah. make it a, a conversation. And when I watch these playoff runs, I always think of like the DVD at the end and and mm -hmm. how they have these moments. And even in the season, they have these moments like, yeah, that's gonna be a crazy little moment in the first ten minutes of the DVD. This is gonna be like one of the highlights of the DVD, him hitting <laughs> this, and 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 one of the highlights of his career. And it felt important, like it felt big for him to do that. Uh, him and Jokic go back to back to back with baskets that's what we that to last see. minute, that's and it's what we exactly. To see. I've been telling people, you know, I, I want to see AD do this, you know, against against another star. Like this is gonna, this is dope. This is a dope setting for him to do that, and and you know, like I mentioned earlier, it is kind of a little a little less incredible because of the crowd. Not not that the shot was easier. It's like you would really like to see the the Staples crowd like go insane. Oh, right. yeah, 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 it would have went wow. Like uh, Complex did the uh, uh, Stretch My Hands video. And, like, those videos are always, like, 7% better because the crowd jumps up as soon as the beat hits. It's like that. So, uh, but it's dope to watch a super-duper star kind of grab the torch in real time. Like, we only get that so many times, right? Yeah, yeah. And so we've we, we seen that happen. And we still have the finals. We still have to get to the finals. But you, you could see that being a huge shot. In, in the story of Anthony Davis. So it's exciting. It's exciting watching. He's still, what, 26? You know, a guy this young kind of become what we thought he could be. So that that's kind of why we watch Hoop, right? Even the guys we root against, it's like, all right, man, yeah. Kevin, KD, like, he he hit this shot on Braun, but it's dope that he hit this shot when you think about it. He, he's he's kind of, like, becoming what he's supposed to be. It's the same way for AD. It's like, all right, you know, this this was special in a lot of ways. I started looking at Anthony Davis after the shot, and I, he told a little bit of a story of how annoyed he was of, of Jokic's 11 straight. And, of course, that's that, that can piss you off into an area where you have Arondo saying, okay, I mean, he put it really short and sweet. and said, all right, get it back. And you want to try and figure <laughs> out how – are you going to have the best opportunity to do that? And thankfully, he gets a shot that is that is really amazing, thanks to some questionable defense that is still being yeah, uh, criticized yeah. as of right now. But as I watch <laughs> Anthony Davis, highly interested in wanting to bow Jokic and take on and, and take on him in, in the best ways possible, I'm starting to notice Dwight Howard is even more is even more vocal than Anthony <laughs> Davis is on wanting to shut yeah. down everything that Jokic is doing. It's a, it's a high amount of, of of passion and power from Dwight right now. They see yeah, it, man. It, it's it's funny, like that's the sign of respect, right? They weren't doing yeah. all that for PJ Tucker, you know. <laughs> they, yeah. they weren't really doing that for Nurkic or Hassan Whiteside. So like they know Jokic is a dog, 
And it's like, all right, we really got to do whatever we can do. Uh, I, I like that AD guarded him late. I like that AD, you know, even though he gave up the bucket, like he took the challenge and he was frustrated. And I like that he went after him on the other end. And the Lakers, I'm not going to say lucky, but they missed two shots before they hit that one. <laughs> they, yeah, they it could have been, been spooky for sure. It could have been really ugly. I, I had made a joke like in a group chat, like, yo, LeBron is about to pick and pop to to KCP. I, I hate this. And he does. He did it. He, did, he did it, it twice. <laughs> I'm like, yo, yo, shoot the ball. Like the first time he did it, KCP swung it to Caruso. Caruso bricked. And then the second time he just skipped past it straight to, to KCP. KCP. KCP break, and I'm like, dog, that cannot be your end game offense. And then they get another chance and they nail it. So it's it's I, like I said, it's the show of respect, and it's 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 dope to see AD take over the game. And somebody posted the numbers like he shot eight of fourteen or whatever in the second yeah, half. Like, the Lakers on, were like bro. eight of twenty seven. So he yeah. literally like he took over. Bron, Bron kind of faltered. He was falling on drives and like he was doing all kind of crazy stuff. And AD hit big shot, big shot, big. He hit that three to go up eight, and we thought the game was over with like one twenty. Then he gets the floater. Then he hits, you know, the game winner. Yeah, yeah. It's like, all right, this is this is what we needed to see. You know, if, if you had any kind of doubts, now you're seeing it happen in the Western Conference Finals. It's like, all right, he, he's here now. Like, there's no denying it now. And as I, I've, I've talked about it on the show before, when it relating not only to to to, to uh, the excellence of Anthony Davis, but it, Dwight Howard in this type of sense. Remembering those years of Orlando and Los Angeles and all of the various other paths that he ended up going after leaving the Los Angeles Lakers with his stint with Kobe and everything like that, it's interesting to think about the lineage of Dwight Howard and what this will mean for Dwight at this point in time if the Lakers actually end up winning this. I know Dwight is very decorated, very talented, and has a career that much people will envy but as you look at Dwight and Anthony Davids it's almost like this version of Dwight is like the last of his era before you had things like an an Anthony Davis a seven footer doing step back yeah just about how much is Dwight how much what will do what will this do for Dwight essentially and how people look at his career and those years of bouncing through different paths through different paths with an NBA championship added to his name? It's it's crazy because he's a Hall of Famer today, right? Win, lose, or draw. There was a time when he was one of the three best players in the league where people thought yeah. he could have won MVP over LeBron. He beat LeBron, mm-hmm. prime LeBron in a series, huge part of that, obviously. That Lakers series is a lot closer than people probably remember. Like there was a couple swing games, and it's like next thing you it know, was, the the, just being the magic could have been up two one. Yeah, so it's like the the White did not do himself many favors, like PR wise, pretty much after that series. Yeah. <laughs> but he was a he was a he was like a he was like a legendary talent for a while there. And when you when you have to be that humble vet later and really play a role, he's he's like what the ninth man. He didn't play last series. He's very specific role on this team, but he still has a little bit of fire there. And and when you've been the man for twenty years, you still got that competitive, you know, that competitive juice. So it, to him to add that title, like to do what T Mac couldn't do and guys like that, but guys like Jason Kidd Big did. Time. That's huge. That, that certified Hall of Famer. What, yeah, when you talk about their career later, you don't really go. Yeah, Jason Kidd was just kind of like a utility guy off the bench who hit threes, and you said, "Nah, Jason Kidd won a title, and he did all yeah. this other stuff early in his career. He, he was a legend." And I think that's gonna be the same. What happened with Dwight if he was if if they win? You know, let's not get ahead of ourselves. It, nah, it solidifies him as a Hall of Famer. I, I feel like people question it a little bit, but you look at his numbers, you look at what he did. He was a Hall of Famer. He won. How many there. defense player of the years did he have? Two, three, Man, a couple. The, right? the, the banter, the banter, really took over uh, Dwight and like what he's actually done for the league and as the player he was. I mean, the, you know, social media was not friendly to him uh, in those Laker years. You know, the, the first, yeah, the first, you know, so yeah, and I mean that's that's part of becoming public enemy number one in L.A. Right? You then mm-hmm. all of a sudden the narrative around you starts looking way different. But what he did can't be a race and. He wins a title. He's probably first ballot, which you might not have thought of before. So it's huge for him. And you you, can, you can see that he's locked in. Like, a lot of people were worried he wouldn't be able to lock in. And they said, oh, you know, maybe LeBron can get him straight and all this other stuff. But you can see he's locked in. He He's he's fine with, like, being the irritant to the best center in basketball and, and just taking it personal. And he's fine with playing that role. Like, I'm going to get rebounds. I'm going to catch lobs. And his first thing in L.A., he wasn't. And so it's – I, I kind of really like this this – 
part of the career for guys. It makes, you know, for interesting stories and stuff. And it's like, you know, my son probably don't remember when Dwight was a superstar, but I do, and I'm going to have to explain yeah. it. So yeah, I like this stretch to the the guys have. Uh, you know, we we just seen Vince do it for a while. We seen Dirk do it. And it's 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 just dope to see. It's dope to see them adapt and still remain effective because they're they're that great and they can still be effective. I didn't know we were going uh Dirk and Jason Kidd today. Like these <laughs> tears away. <laughs> you know I you know I didn't want to go there. You know I'd like that's not it never happened. Yep. <laughs> just uh wipe those away you already know quick. Mark. uh very briefly on the last question that uh well actually very briefly on this last portion when we talk about the uh, being able to have an anthony davis in this type of setting and with your tunnel vision heading into the nba finals do you think performances like last night from anthony davis are almost responsible for those 16 first place votes that lebron is very pissed off about <laughs> man it's it's funny lebron said that and you know, then they start comparing him to how other guys react. Like, he's supposed to be upset. He's supposed to feel like he should have won MVP. Anthony Davis is saying he should be MVP. There's other players saying he should be MVP. I, I, I've been arguing with people for days now. Like, I think Anthony Davis is the best player in the league. I did think LeBron was the MVP. And I don't think he'll ever get to win one because he's won too many. And it's like a narrative thing. And it's that just is what it is. It'll be interesting to see what happens in the finals to me because, again, going back to narratives there's a lot of narratives that's going to be at ends and at odds when we get there because if he doesn't win finals mvp people are going to hold it against him and mm. he's going to have to have a hell of a performance to do so but you look at the matchups he might get it if anthony davis is being guarded by daniel thice hey, and it could work out in his canter and in his canter for out. a week he might <laughs> average 40 like he might for he real. might just really go insane if he's being guarded by bam it might be a little tougher, but you still expect him to get the better of Bam. So, you know, he it, the odds are with AD. I, I'm <laughs> Because I love chaos, I almost want to see him win it just to see how everybody reacts. And yeah. LeBron will perform like LeBron still, but it becomes a very interesting conversation. Um, he should be upset about the, about the MVP votes, though. But, you know, everybody's running the stats and saying, well, Anthony Davis is the best player in the Lakers all year. But he depended on LeBron to, to get him situated a lot. And I think that's what people – don't see when they're just looking at basketball reference. How much of a rarity is it to have both the MVP and the ble- and the best player in the world on the same team? I mean, to 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 be two separate players is different. You know, I think you go back to kind of like Shaq Kobe and yeah. even then they're not getting their their due. You know, uh, people hold that against Kobe even to this day. Still. Uh you could look at Steph and KD, but they didn't win MVP while they were together, so it's kind of not valid there. So I mean, it's rare, and it's I think it's why the Lakers are the favorites. They they have the best two players left in the in the in the bubble, and that matters. That just matters late in games. Like look at last night; it just matters. Yeah, and I don't think that's blasphemous to even say, right? Yeah. I think as, as soon as people hear Shaq and Kobe, they think, "Oh, there's no way Anthony Davis, Shaq will score fifty on Anthony <laughs> Davis, and they'll bring up Kobe. Oh, Kobe will drop nah, eighty no, on man. LeBron." Yeah. I, I think I think that's people. Respect cannot see the the way that both of these are being compared and it's not necessarily saying this is the next rendition of it yeah it's not a head-to-head matchup it's just saying you know this collection of talent this really absurd collection of two talented guys yeah that's probably the last time we remember it being like that especially and with one winning the mvp right so it's just it's just rare and it's you know you got to credit the lakers for pulling the trigger and making it happen and everything Everybody knew AD was a fit with LeBron, though. Like, nobody should be surprised. It, it's just whether or not they'd actually make the buckets and get where they are. But everybody knew, like, they're a perfect fit. Now, we will see if the Los Angeles Lakers have the opportunity to make this 100% more difficult for the Denver Nuggets tonight with Game 3, 9 o'clock on mm-hmm. TNT. And, of course, make sure that you are subscribed early to the Etceteras with Kevin Durant and Eddie Gonzalez wherever you get your podcast. Make lock sure in. that you lock in because the first episode between both are coming very, very soon. Eddie, I'd love to say yes, this was sir. a pleasure. We'll be hearing from you again very soon. Uh, anything else you want to plug before you jump out yeah shout out to cam he's never had me on either one of his podcasts so that's <laughs> this like your second time RNC. on here no yeah i got my rnc yeah. plug here and that's that's cool i don't i don't yeah, listen to chain is here cam, what's going <laughs> yeah. On, cam yeah so li- listen to them boys over there uh but shout out to them they've never they talk music every sunday and don't invite me like that's don't you think that's crazy 
That's a little, that's a little bizarre. It's a little Damn. bizarre. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. He, he did say he did yeah, say it's up, coming man? soon too. I don't know, Cam. Yeah, yeah. What's up, man? But nah, what's like you know, uh, appreciate you guys having me. I'm always it's elite, man. You know what it is. Yeah, man. And, and and Mark, you know we go way, 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 way back. So a little too, I love a little too back, journey, almost a little almost yeah, too duh. back, almost with the Tumblr days. Oh man, but look, I love watching the journey. I love seeing the success. So, so y'all keep killing it, man. I appreciate, appreciate you guys you. having appreciate me. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you, bro. Right, Thank boys. you. All right, yep. cool. Um, okay, so now let's do. No, we're not doing any. We're not. We're not doing any B after that. This is still day five hundred and sixty-nine of the Cardi band. No, we're not doing ad libs. That is banned. That is banned. Stop. Please stop. Stop. If we had elite ad libs from Cardi, I, I, I still I, I wouldn't take them. You know what? I'll, I'll say it. I won't take them. You won't take. I won't take them. Elite ad libs from Cardi. I will not take them. I don't care if it was his birthday last week. Wow, I want a whole lot of red today. Yeah, it's getting it's getting a little it's getting a little reckless. We about today. to today. We about to have another Drake album. Certified Lover Boy is gonna come. Drake out. has dropped what is it two <laughs> albums since no, Die no, Lit? No, 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 actually, we can't forget the So Far Gone. So he far, has actually, re-released on, on, So Far Gone, giving us a care package of old shit. Care package dropped Scorpion, Scorpion, and now is going to drop Certified Lover Boy, all yeah. in the timetable of Die Lit. Yeah, dog, that is. Think insane. about that. That's insane. Where is Die Lit? No, we are starting this protest <laughs> again. Shit. We that are re-releasing insane, this protest. Dude. This is the deluxe of the protest. That is insane. Wow, I didn't even think about it like that, but Drake has really dropped like four or five projects like in between Die Lit. And oh, we didn't even I, mention I, I Dark Lane demo Dark tapes Lane. with Which Cardi on. on it. Oh, my God. Wow. Let's move you know on. Before I Let's get angry, on. I just want to say before shout outs, um, I don't know if she ends up hearing this at any point in time, but I'm hoping Ooh. that Maria Taylor has a much better week than she did last week because oh, uh, it was fairly awkward. Uh, 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 100%. Very odd comments from whoever that white guy was. Some it white guy. Matter. In media. We don't even. Yeah, we don't even. Don't need to acknowledge his name. The yeah, AVN yeah. comment was odd. Uh, yeah, then things ended here, up man. going a, a, a very uh, questionable fired, way on Twitter when it came to the votings for MVP. And well, no, no, not not, not MVP. All NBA. All, all NBA. Yeah. And admitting Anthony Davis from that, and I don't want to see what had happened listen, from Maria Taylor's mentions after that listen, game winner last listen, night. Listen. But Let, let's just let's keep it a buck. Voting is voting. You vote what you want to vote. Okay, like at the at the end of it, especially when it comes to like NBA stuff, I'm not talking about worldly politics and shit, but there's no reason like we we have to stop this, like creating this narrative that women don't know as much about sports as men. Oh, it's it's, going to keep happening. I know. know, They're still putting corny uh, sleeping pigs on a WNBA playoffs. I I see it. I see it. I see the I see the the kitchen shit, all that. I get it. But like these women are in the field. They're doing a much better job than most of these men. Which is besides the point because at the end of the day they're they're independent and they got their own they got their own vision and their own knowledge going forward. But we got to stop this bullshit of just like yo that could have been Paul Pierce right with that vote and yeah we would have destroyed Paul Pierce but we wouldn't have talked about his gender. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So at the end true. of the day it's just like let's just move on. She didn't vote for for AD. She didn't vote for AVD. As simple as that. But we don't need to bring up the the anything else that's like super sexist or just ridiculous because I'm sure she is extremely more knowledgeable than the average man about sports. Um, so regardless, like, you know, shouts Maria, she's, she's dope as fuck. Uh, I don't, we don't want, we don't want no, like no disrespect at all, man. That shit is weird. And and like, like Mark said, you know, the mills, the mills guy, the white guy is, Yo, like, why do you bring, why you put meals under the bus? Because I <laughs> why you put meals under the bus like that. Mills. I almost called you Mills, and instead I I stopped and called you Mark, and then called him Mills. Uh, but yeah, the white dude, we won't, we're not gonna say his government. He doesn't deserve that shit. But he got fired, and um, you know, tough luck, man. In this economy, yeah, it's a hard, it's a it's a bad time to be making sexist remarks live on live on uh on on a podcast or whatever the fuck radio, whatever he does, so or whatever he did. So he's probably at home uh making bologna sandwiches or some shit so anyways yeah, fuck them it don't matter but yeah yeah um one of my shout outs shout out my spurs we just re-signed gareth bell and i am ecstatic and i have no choice but to mention it on here because i'm i'm so happy um it's been seven years since he's since he left the club he's back okay, okay. um also brian brian needs to call me because for whatever reason he's rooting for chelsea and I gotta figure out what the fuck is going on with this. Damn, so, what ha- what ha- what's wrong? What's wrong with Chelsea? I mean, Brian is 
he's a La Liga Barcelona guy, and all of a sudden, like he's fucking. Oh, he's switching. Oh, he's running from the grind. I mean, he Damn, was, no, no, he, he's not right. gonna. He's, he's, he's not gonna stop. He's not gonna stop. You know, supporting Barcelona, but I think he just wanted a Premier League team as well. And he, but he just picked Chelsea. So, whatever. That's a whole another whole another beast. But yeah, man. So shout out Tottenham. All right. Um, how's the vibe been? How's the vibe been in Atlanta since Sunday afternoon? The Atlanta Falcons. Everybody okay out there? I mean, I don't, you know, Falcon fans don't, I don't even. You don't even acknowledge them? Yeah, it doesn't matter to me. Like, they don't win shit. Like, no, sure. Right. Atlanta United was the first, the first team. A winning know, team in Atlanta, in Atlanta, in Atlanta so history. Like, yeah, I don't even care. Like, yeah, like we already, you know, I don't even acknowledge the Falcons. Falcons are, are, are poo. Um, so. Whatever they got some good players though over there, like, but they just they just missing something. So we'll see what we'll see how that goes. But I don't care. Um, I've won in fantasy this week and last week, so that's shout out to that. Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely, man. So we working. Well, with that said, game one of the NBA Finals, September thirtieth. So that's hey. next Wednesday. Make sure you mark that on your calendars. Hope everybody enjoys the remainder of the conference finals. Mm-hmm. We will We're see here. you next week for RSPN. the play for keeps. Well, no, not for the Play for Keeps preview, for the NBA Finals preview, but make sure you are also tuning in this Thursday for Play for Keeps as Cam and Drew take on everything that has happened with the All-NBA Awards and the MVP, and I'm sure a very proper burial of the Los Angeles Clippers. You want to hear it? That's where you hear it at. As well as a brand new podcast that debuted last week. Shout out to the boys at the Check Fade podcast. If you want to tap into all of your football needs, make sure that you are also tuned in on Wednesdays to the Check Fade podcast. All three of those available to you right here on the Elite Mm -hmm. Media Group. So stay tuned. Stay locked in throughout the week as everything with sports is continuing to um, flourish grow return i was gonna why does it take so long for me to say return it's okay it's okay it's It's been it's been it's been it's been a long episode but we will see you next week yeah